the local peak shot. It's Monday, the 24th of October, and I am Petey Party Donaldson. I'm joined by Lukey Lovely Moa. How you doing, man? Oh. You all right? Yeah, thanks, man. Am I lovely to you? Am I? Is that how you feel about me? Yeah, because you're everything to me. Do, 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 do. It's National Bologna Day. <laughs> it's that's Michelle Branch and it's everywhere, not everything, isn't it? Ah, shit. You're I only know the yellow card cover. Oh, Blink-182 are back. I'm throwing all things at you. It's National Bologna Day. It's uh, a Bologna Day. It's, um, what else? It's uh, Blink-182 are back with uh, new music. Uh, yeah, all kinds right, of things. Just happening. stop. Just stop. <laughs> okay. Just stop. That's enough. Do you want me to sneeze again? Like I did on the last show. <laughs> So I, I saw the video reintroducing Blink-182 to the world, and I was very happy to see it. It seemed to bring a lot of people a lot of joy. And, and yeah, I'll be honest with you now. Shit though, isn't it? Let, let, me, well, let me be honest with you right now. So you, you may say that, and you may well be right. You are much more versed in this stuff than I am. But I would be happy to, um, to admit that Blink-182 were a band that I was actually quite sniffy about when I was young yeah. and at uni, and some of my friends yeah. liked them, and I was kind of a bit dismissive about it. And I have to say, I was totally wrong on that. I am. Um, I, I, oh, really? Reflection, I think so because I think on reflection, they're actually quite good, and I think they're very kind of self-aware. Didn't take themselves too seriously. They've got some absolutely banging t- tunes as well. I think you have to kind of at least acknowledge that, even if you're not personally a fan of theirs. And I've grown to love them over the years, and you will too. That's Blink One Eight Two back next month. <laughs> Are they back next month? I'm not sure. I don't know. I mean, like they. Uh, I would say that uh, I was also sniffy about them because I was into uh, uh, you know pop punk at the time, and they were seen as very much the commercial side of things, along with oh, were they? okay, and a couple of others. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, of course. Of. So, but I mean, you you cannot get away from the fact that songs like "Damn It" etc. are very very good punk rock songs. But uh, they're back, and um, I mean. These kind of like pop punk bands have kind of continued their trajectory of not really doing pop punk, and this last uh, this this sort of new single is very not very punk rock at all, really, and very uh, naff. It, you know, no, the drums aren't particularly big, even though they've got probably one of the most talented uh, drummers in, in in modern music, and uh, and the guitars aren't big, and it's just there's no pace to it, and uh, yeah, it didn't. It it did it, it probably tried to modernise a little bit too much for me, and I'm, I'm, I'm I I um, I haven't actually heard the new song. I've just seen the video comeback video, which is really funny. Yeah, I mean you're not going to like it. <laughs> you're right, not going to okay. like the song. I'll the comeback remember. video is is just them running around with uh, very sort of like uh, just, just very sort of late nineties uh, people dancing around in bunny costumes at the fair. I think that's uh, pretty much it. So it's more, I mean, on one hand, you're saying they tried to modernise, but on the other hand, from that, what you're saying there, um, yeah. sounds to me like it's more the same. The video's a throwback, but the song isn't. I mean, the song sounds very uh, naff. Uh, it sounds like Imagine Dragons. It sounds okay. like one of the Pacey Imagine Dragons tracks. Okay, right. Um, thank you for that review, impromptu no as it was. Uh, will you not be going to see him on their no doubt lucrative world tour? <laughs> I will not, no. Uh, You'd be interviewing him in another life, wouldn't you? You'd be, be up there. Probably yeah, I think, one of my, I think what, my last interview I, at uh, Absolute was with Blunt One Eighty Two when I'd, he had the, when they had the block out of uh, Alkaline Trio in it. I tell you what, serious. Back in the day, if if Blink One Eighty Two were up for interview and Pete Donaldson wasn't selected, he'd be de- there'd be diva behaviour all over the place. Yeah, hey, mate, I'd, you... I'd 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 be getting the most punk rock of t-shirts out. Yeah, big I'll, time. Yeah, I'd be I'd be making sure that they knew that I knew my stuff. What would you I'd do? Be wearing, would, you, would you wear I'd like a wearing, real kind of one for the heads type t-shirt? I'd be wearing a fucking propaganda t-shirt and sort of going, "Look, mate, 
you you might be talking to fucking him from Magic or her from Capital Radio over the next few days. And yeah, you might be having a better time. And yeah, you, they might have more listeners. And yeah, th- th- it might not be such of a waste of time as Good to interview listening as well, to Magic. Yeah. And yeah, and and yeah, and they probably have a nice time. And you'd probably have like a bit of food in the room uh, and a cup of coffee that uh, that I didn't make out of instant coffee in in in, in the lean to. Uh, but I have listened to a propaganda album. That's yeah. my message. All right. And therefore, we have a connection. This so, ain't my first punk rock rodeo. This is my second punk rock rodeo. In many ways, right? it doesn't matter what I ask you because those squares out there won't understand us anyway. Right, yeah, guys? exactly. Yeah. Right. And what do you think of Fame Academy slash uh, Pop Idol? <laughs> <laughs> that's, what, that's what they used to when, when we used to do an interview. You'd write your questions, and then the PR team, the marketing team, the team that are uh, disposed to getting your radio station mentioned in the hallowed pages of, I don't know, the fucking enemy, uh, circulation 30,000, uh, like 30,000, like nobody's reading it, um, uh, or, or a newspaper, they'll come down and go, right, here's some questions, can you slip them in there because they'll get us headlines, they'll get us in the mirror, they'll get us in the sun, they'll get us in the enemy, right? And, mm. and the questions were always went like this. What do you think of Pop Idol? What do you think of Harry Styles? What do you think of uh, Game of Thrones? What do you think? Of... It was just absolute asinine <laughs> shit every single time. And sometimes they'd, they'd overstep the mark a little bit and sort of go, so, Biffy Clyro, where did you get your name from? And I go, that's not going to get us into a newspaper. That's going to yeah. make sure that they never, on their fifth album, want to be interviewed by the station ever again. Yeah. What's, how did you come up with your name? Fuck me. So many Fuck ways, me, guys. The, the propaganda T-shirt was the kind of the fig leaf, if you like, almost the Trojan horse. Exactly, yeah. The Trojan yeah, yeah, horse yeah, yeah. to get you in there and go. So they look at you and they go, oh, immediately they're on side. They go, this guy looks like one of us. This guy looks going, like one of us. Oh, and he didn't have buy you that. Not Harry <laughs> Styles. <laughs> they fli- he's flipped it on us, guys. He's flipped it on ah, us. Ah, no, he's been a hot topic and bought a propaganda top. Oh, yeah. Oh, he's Shame. bought a brand new Guns N' Roses Appetite for Destruction T-shirt from <laughs> Top Man for seventy-five pounds. <laughs> Uh, someone's oh, distressed lovely. it by tearing some yeah. holes in it. Okay, well, listen, Peter, it's, it's it's a marvel that you're no longer doing that job. I mean, you obviously enjoyed know, it right? very much. Yeah. I actually thought the best interview I ever saw you do was with Amanda Yanucci. Yeah, Tom, get your chops out then. Yeah, Tom, get your chops out then, didn't you? Yeah. Go get me chops out. <laughs> you did. I just felt, I felt like you. You kind of. You're a man who understands comedy to an extent, to and an I extent. think you're able to 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 kind of share some common ground with like, one of the great comedy creators of our time in Armando yeah. Yanucci and I actually really enjoyed the interview and I think we should probably re-up it it's probably on the internet he, somewhere uh, he um, uh, and, and yet in the comments on YouTube um, there's just a lot of people slagging me off because I talk about batteries every now and again yeah as as discussed on the last show but where would we be <laughs> without batteries though where would we be, be without uh, posters where would we be without batteries probably not uh, probably, we'd probably be tethered to a, a, pl- a plug socket I imagine forever uh, one, of, one of our lovely UK plug sockets <laughs> There'd be no, um, mo- there'd be no kind of portability anywhere. No, no, no. We, we, Speaking we, of which, very um, static lives. You got to take on the recent behaviour of Elon, Elon Musk. Speaking of batteries, what's he been up to? He, uh, he, he's pulling the Starlink stuff over Ukraine, and he's basically he's, he's not Putin now, didn't he? Now. He's, he's changed his he's mind not on now. that. He's changing back. He's flip flapping, right? Okay. Yeah. Did he buy Twitter in the end? I, I, I find it hard to keep up, to be honest. I, it's quite interesting because what I read yesterday about this Starlink thing. So for those of you who aren't across the story, he basically started supporting Ukraine by funding Starlink. That's Putin, mate, not Stalin. Say again. Hey, it's Putin. Oh, mate, very not good. Stalin. That's good. Actually, that is, that is sharp. That is sharp. Again, 
politics, yeah. yeah. Um, Absolute Radio's loss is very much Luke and Pete Show's <laughs> uh, loss. Um, he started funding the Starlink network to help the Ukrainians, and he said he's going to withdraw that, and he said, oh, I wouldn't do that. Well, interestingly enough, I read yesterday, or I think it was yesterday, that um, now, what an amazing surprise, no. the Pentagon are talking about funding Starlink themselves. Okay, right? yeah. So right. it means Elon saves a load of money, everyone yeah. gets to still support Ukraine, but just America, basically the American taxpayer foots the bill, essentially. Um, and other right. than that, he's just been hanging out a lot with uh, Kanye West, who seems to have gone completely tonto. So isn't he? <laughs> he's, isn't he buying uh, not Signal? What's the what's the one Parla. where Parla? Yeah, yeah, I think he's. I think Parla. he said he's announced he's. Uh, yeah, again, we, we've spoken about Kanye a few times. And uh, Speak, speaking speaking of this been. kind of thing, have you managed to check out any of Adam Curtis's new series yet? I've not. No, he'd, 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 every couple of years he'll just sort of surface and. Uh, and basically make you watch something for three or four hours, won't he? He's got um, a new series about um, uh, Russia called Trauma Zone. Okay. Um, which nice. is about essentially what happened around the collapse of the Soviet Union. Hmm. Um, it's on BBC iPlayer. It's very good. It's called Russia 1985 to 1999 Trauma Zone. Um, and the footage he has access to is absolutely astonishing. Like, So so for those of you who aren't aware of his work, he basically, he, he basically does like almost a montage collage, I suppose, of um, archive footage and uses it to tell a story about something. So he's done it on yeah. um, lots of different things. And he's doing, done this on, like I say, 85 to 99 in Russia. Obviously, originally the Soviet Union and through into Russia. And he does it only by trawling through 35 years of, um, arch- well, I guess in this case, 15 years, I suppose, of archive footage of the collapse of the Soviet Union in every different yeah. territory and compiles it all. And the only thing that knits it all together is the occasional kind of flash bit of writing on the screen saying, oh, this is what's happened here. This is what's yeah. happened there. And he uses that to tell the story. And it ultimately, it looks to me like it's full of footage that's almost been discarded by BBC reporters in the past. It's never really been used because some of it's maybe slightly out of focus or it's a weird shot or it's got mm. no context. Yeah. I think he's a true artist the way he does that. Like The way yeah. he can almost, it's almost almost like a completely new genre of documentary. It's is incredible. It almost like, uh, is it almost like um, uh, Michael uh, Banyabat who does the WrestleMe edits on uh, YouTube? I would say it's very similar. Michael's t- obviously <laughs> taken some influence or the other way around. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, I do fancy that actually. But it's, again, with those documentaries, they're, a lot, they're always a lot longer than I expect. And I'm always like, oh, I don't, I don't, where am I going to find time to do that exactly? Because it's not something that I, I don't think my partner would be into. So. Now, this one's several episodes long. It takes a lot. Yeah. Well, this is the other thing about it. So um, the Wi-Fi I have access to has got no interest in it either. So it'll be me just watching it on my own. But, but the other thing about it is that I don't know if you feel this as well, but generally speaking, when it comes to a lot of TV these days, you get the occasional appointment to watch thing but a lot of it almost feels like it's designed to be on just as a nice gentle thing like in the background or just when you're doing something else this obviously does demand your undivided attention for quite a long time so in in a way I think that's probably quite good as well because it's something that really you know pushes the genre forward and makes genuinely really thoughtful stuff Um, I think he's amazing I don't necessarily agree with all of his ideas I think he's obviously got a very specific take on how things are but um in terms of the work he produces, it's absolutely amazing. I can't recommend oh, yeah, it enough. For those of you in, listening in the UK, it's available for free on the iPlay. You can watch it whenever you want. Well, um, and, that, and that's and and you do sort of think who is going to be paying for that? Um, you know, if the BBC didn't exist, it's so a that, great I mean, example that, that of, kind of licensed, yeah, yeah, license fee for exactly. sure. It, it just would not exist. And, 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 I th- I, I, 
and the BBC having those archives as well. You know that they've that they've built up over that amount of time. Where what happens yeah. to them when the BBC um, gets sold off uh, piecemeal by the? There's almost there's almost a very deliberate um, sort of reference to that at the end of each episode as well. There's a big thing flashes up says with you know with thanks to the teams across 35 years who shot all this footage in in Russia or whatever. Um, the, the interesting thing I think as well is that essentially the way he's making this. Why I say it's almost a completely different type of documentary, maybe, is because there's no exposition <clears throat> and there's no kind yeah. of... Some of his early stuff, there is voiceover, but there's no voiceover in this. He's ultimately making a documentary with entirely second... kind of With entirely primary sources, with no secondary yeah. source over top. So basically what he's saying is, and this is a bit of a nerdy point, but I personally find it interesting. He's not saying, I want to make a documentary about Russia, so I'm going to go to Russia. He's almost turning it inwards, going, I'm going to make a documentary about Russia. I'm going to build you a totally new story about all the stuff we already know but have discarded, which I think is a really kind of incredible, philosophically quite a really interesting, a really interesting thing, of, thing to do. Mm. Yeah. Anyway. I completely agree. Anyway, and, let's and have a break. that's our recommendation of the week. It is. Let's have a break. When we come back, I know I've got to do this battery box opening thing at the moment, but, but when we come <laughs> back, I also want to talk about a couple of other things. So don't go away. Uh, we'll see you in a minute. We're back with the Luke and Pete show. I'm Pete. I'm joined by Luke. Uh, we talk about all kinds of stuff from uh, batteries to uh, films to Adam Curtis documentaries to space. Hey, space. Where no man has boldly gone, etc, etc. Um, see, William Shatner's been slagging off your best mate, space. He's been uh, giving it a right old booting. Shatner's a car- character, isn't he? What's he been saying? <laughs> well, he's one of the few people who have actually been to space, hasn't he? Because he went up with... Um, he did, with, yeah. Uh, Bell and but who did he go up with, though? Uh, uh, Amazon block. Bezos. Oh, okay, because I think Bezos is, is legit space. I think there's a lot of controversy around Branson, isn't there? Right, okay. So he went up with actually Bezos. goes high enough, essentially. Let me make the point that when um, when when they landed after they took um, uh, Captain Kirk into space, um, Captain Kirk is, I think, trying to talk... And Jeff Bezos is just kind of ignoring him a little bit and sort yeah. of obsessed with getting a bottle of champagne opened. And like, <laughs> li- li- I write that. Li- <laughs> it is a funny clip. Anyway, uh, yeah, this is this is the quote about uh, William Shatner going where very few people have gone uh, on on the I don't know what the, the is it Space One or something I don't know what fucking call. Um, uh, this is this is what he said when he went into space. Blue right? Origin, isn't it? Blue Origin, right? Fine. Yeah. Uh, isn't that the drink that uh, KSI's made? Um, <laughs> uh, I saw a cold, dark, black emptiness. It was unlike any blackness you could see or feel on Earth. Blah, blah, blah. Everything I thought was wrong. Everything I expected to see was wrong. I thought that going to space would be the ultimate catharsis of that connection I'd been looking for between all living things. And being up there would be the next beautiful step to understanding the harmony of the universe. Beautifully written, this. I, it, I was among... The strongest feelings of grief I have ever encountered. The contrast between the vicious coldness of space and the warm nurturing of Earth below filled me with overwhelming sadness. Every day we're confronted with the knowledge of further destruction and Earth at our hands, etc., etc. It filled me with dread. My trip to space was supposed to be a celebration. Instead, it felt like a funeral. Luke Moore, wow. he's having a go at space, mate. I think everyone should just sack it all off now. It's, nah, it's kind of There's no point. Don't yeah. do it. Don't look at the picture from above because you're going to be depressed. Just stay down here. And if you can't see a tree on fire now, don't worry about it. (laughs) If your feet are wet now, don't worry about it. Stand on a can. It feels like um, when... There was that those reports that Mother Teresa had like like essentially forsaken God on her deathbed. Right, that's a curveball. 
Don't fuck shut that. Oh, listen, you're looking what a for pullback P- and reveal. Yeah, you're looking for you're looking for someone to PR the old space missions, are you? I'll tell you, Shatner, oldest man in space, <laughs> Captain Kirk, he'll do it. Brilliant. Let's get him on the phone. Get him in. Do it. He said what? He said what? <laughs> it's, oh, it's surprising to say the least. It's very surprising to hear him come out of that stuff. <laughs> Poor, it's I mean, fun. He is known as being a bit of a cantankerous old, old fellow. There's a big there's a big section in his um. It's always it's, it's always a great um, tell. There's a big section in his um, relationship in his Wikipedia called relationships with other actors. <laughs> Goes on for about fifteen paragraphs. Lovely. People slagging Lovely. him off. Lovely. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but speaking of um, of boldly going into new frontiers, I have um, I've got I've got a new Twitch channel, haven't I? Oh yeah, you've been twitching and stuff. You got you yeah. managed to get your get your get your camera and stuff set up. It was, so loads uh... of people who listen to the show will know that I am a fan of the, the video game PUBG. And uh, PUBG. I've been doing a little bit of streaming on PUBG. It's been fun. I've actually made with your help. I should add. Actually, I've been managed to uh, work it all out and get get up and up and running and get streaming. I had quite a few people on the old uh, stream the other day, uh, so it's worth uh, worth checking out if you like watching a man in his forties not really being very good at video games, but playing badly in an entertaining way. You might enjoy it. It's uh, my the Twitch channel is Luke Aaron Moore. So if you want to check it out, go and go and do so. What time have you got? Like times when you usually stream? So I do. I do evenings. I'm doing Mondays at seven, um, but right. I probably will do some stuff. Um, so if you if you listen to the show now, I mean it'll probably be tonight. I, I've been doing stuff later in the week as well, but it's mostly midweek evenings when I just want to have a little bit of a wind down from work, and I've got nothing else going on. I will. I will normally do it. He's uh, he's he's he, tonight on the stream. He's uh, promised that he's just going to play PUBG. Um, Without any clothes on in the game, not in real life, in the game, and uh, and he will only use the pan. So uh, that's that's what he's well, made it all the way through the stream. He's just going to be using a pan, and yeah. he's just going to wear his pants. So. I mean, ironically, I do sometimes. I'm not doing that because I can't remember what the buttons are. So I mean, it's, <laughs> that does sometimes happen. And then yeah. my my conceit is I. So if you play PUBG, you get it's a battle royale game, right? And you get you get three casuals a day, which basically means it's a far easier mode to play but you only get three in a 24 hour period so what I do is three and out so we start the stream everyone joins and I play three casual games on my own okay. and see how long I can last and once it's done yeah. it's done that's the, that's the conceit so there's no kind of like squads are you kind of like are you, are I'm you in a squad but people? I'm on my you're own you're in a squad right yeah okay. I don't know the, you're I, on what your I mean, own no, what I mean by that is I don't know the people I'm playing with is what I mean <laughs> okay that makes sense yeah okay. so that's it's fine. lots of fun We, we uh, last time we what did we chat about last time uh, we talked well listen it's quite funny actually because one of the, one of the, chat, one of the chatters on the stream came in and said oh I'm watching you do this while I'm making macaroni cheese, right? Yeah. I guess for dinner. And then this guy, this user called Prince of Macaroni came in and said, what? What did you say? <laughs> it's like an amazing coincidence. I'm the Prince of Macaroni. Yeah, Prince of Macaroni, exactly. So you wanted to have a say in it. Um, it's worth yeah. checking out. It's a bit of fun. If you, if, you, if you like that kind of thing, come and, come and join. You'll be very welcome. Uh, it's a very welcoming community, and it's, a, it's, a, it's just a hobby. It's a bit of fun. Um, so, Peter, the main event of this episode is presumably opening this big battery uh, box. I've got it here. Yeah, I think so. I mean, you should do this on stream, really, because it's a very visual uh, item. But uh, get well, it open. For but why don't you commentate? Because I've got a pair of okay. scissors here. Why don't you just commentate? Lou's so... got a pair of scissors. Uh, when I open uh, an Amazon package, I'm very much... Uh, Who's it from, or, or an eBay package. Can you read that? Uh, Noah Roth, I believe, in Lincoln. Is that in California or something? Lincoln, Nebraska, baby. Nebraska. Chillier than California. Thank you very By much some... to, to Noah. He sent this on a, on a considerable expense to himself, I presume. Um, yeah. Thank you very much, Noah, of Lincoln. He, the, what's, what's Lincoln like? Why don't you give us some Lincoln, Nebraska tips, Pete, and facts right, while I'm doing okay. this? Hang on, let me just uh, link. I'll try and get the... Nebraska um, I'll try and trivia. get a um, 
some sound effects on me actually open it here. Trivia locations. Fun facts. Okay, cool. Uh, there is a museum in uh, there that has the biggest amount of elephant uh, skeletons. In wow, the that's actually a surprising fact. In Waterloo, barbers are forbid- forbidden from eating onions between 9am and 7pm. One of those uh, rules that uh, never left the statute book. But I wonder why um, they brought that in the first place. Yeah, good point. Yeah, good point. Uh, Kool-Aid was invented by Edwin Perkins in the state, in the place. Okay, listen, uh, Nora's included a little message. So I've got it open. There's a little okay. letter in here. I'm going to read it. Hey, lads, who better to field test a battery daddy than the battery daddies of the UK? Also enclosed <laughs> is a hodgepodge of euros... Oh, euros around seven euros fifty, and a five-pound note from two thousand and two. Hopefully, it's enough for you lads to get a pint. Thanks for the years of entertainment, Noah Roth. <laughs> Look at that little envelope here. Inside, we don't need a Patreon. There's a little envelope with only five quid in. That's so cracking stuff. A five-pound, which we can no longer spend because it won't be in legal terms. Oh, that's anymore. all right. No, we can still use that five-pound. Stick it up on the studio wall as a nice yeah. gift, and then and there's some coins here, like a bad bar. Some Euro coins, which will be um, usable and are going straight in my pocket. So thank you very much, Noah. Appreciate that. Noah, that smashing stuff. That, what a lovely thing to do. Send us a battery daddy and, uh, and some Tell you coins. what, though, Pete. Also, he's also included four AA <laughs> Casey's with new player question mark on the back. So so instead of... Uh, I mean, uh, are we are we counting ones we buy? I can't remember now. I, c- I can never remember the rules, to be honest. It's always like batteries they've found. But I guess if you find them in the shop, is that all right? That feels all right. So he's he's, he's attached a... He's, he's sent us all the way from Nebraska a massive box with uh, some cash in, uh, a battery daddy, and a and, and, and some special uh, batteries that he's bought. And I think... I've just done a search, and they are new players. This is God-level stuff from Noah. <laughs> I mean, not just saying that because he's sending us money to, to pay us off. He sent a battery daddy... Um, Pete, explain to everyone what a battery daddy is, please. I'm going to open it up properly and hold it there for everyone. It's basically a big case with specific holes and vestibules uh, where you can put uh, little batteries. You can put your batteries in. Uh, and uh, they come replete with loads of batteries. Uh, it's just called the battery daddy. Wait, wait, where daddies keep their batteries. Or where batteries keep their cells, so to speak. Yeah. It's like a there big... There we go. What would you not, call it? Like a like a, it's like like a, a carry suitcase. case, like a briefcase for a battery yeah. enthusiast. There's no batteries in it, big man. Oh, I thought there was. You can't buy them with batteries in. It's got a charger I, in you it. Were, we were having a bit of a. It's got a battery charger in there as well, so you can have yeah. uh, lovely. So, so why don't you why don't you put the new players inside the battery, Danny, and we get it filled up? I will. It's a good idea. I'll start off the double A, so I just pop them open. Bopping the battery daddy and we're away. And they yeah. are new players as well, I've searched. I mean, this is, like I said, this is an amazing contribution from Noah, this. This is like proper friend of the Luke and Pete show status. Out come the, case, out come the Casey batteries. Pop them in there, just like that. Yeah. They fit perfectly. Great Fantastic. to see. Well this done, is fucking premium entertainment, this. I've, ever, I've never had so much fun on a podcast before. In they go. <laughs> There's the fourth one in there. We're up and running. This is like a like dad a buying you a sticker album and buying you a pack of stickers to get you started. Yeah. There we go. Exactly. Holding up to the camera. Fantastic. Four batteries in the battery, Daddy, and we're away. <laughs> great scenes. It's just great stuff. I also really cut my finger quite badly on the scissors. Um, oh. How did you manage to do that? You're I know, I wasn't looking weirdly what I was doing. hapless sometimes. I wasn't looking what I was doing, to be perfectly honest. Okay, so, Noah nice. from Ninkland, yeah. Nebraska, thank you very much indeed. We do very much appreciate that. The battery, Daddy, is the only way to end monday's luke and pete show we've never reached such heights i would also like to give noah special Um, credit for the way he packaged that battery daddy in a box beautifully done spotless 
Expert use it, of um, of bubble wrap. Yeah, um, and great it, to and see. It meant that, and it meant that no, no um, uh, nefarious uh, DF, DF, DHS uh, driver, uh, DHL DHL driver could get all of the uh, get all the five year or not. No, exactly. <laughs> exactly, which can't be spent anyway. Bit of ASMR no. to end with, mate. I think you can spend it. Take it to the bank, change it in for a new course. one. Uh, yeah. We'll see you on Thursday. Thank you very much for tuning in. Thanks for sitting through us opening the battery, Daddy. It's very, In many ways, the culmination of everything we've been trying to achieve on this Luke and Pete show. So thank you very much to Noah, and thank you very much to everyone listening out there as well. There will be room for more batteries on Thursday. You can also send them in physically and we'll pop them in the battery, Daddy. And when we get it filled up, maybe we'll give it away as a competition prize. How about that? Yes. I mean, Let's for perspective, it. we need D batteries, we need 9 volts, we need triple A's, we need double A's, we need all of them. If you've got batteries and you want to send them in, we will fill this battery, Daddy, with new players and we will yep. auction it off, probably for charity, and that will be a fun thing to do. What a legacy project, Pete. It's what I dream of <laughs> when I wake up in the morning every day. <laughs> well, we'll see you next time. Ta-ta, bye! Luke and Pete Show is a Stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network.